Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Welcome to another episode of the Divorce Collective Podcast. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and today we are talking about initiating applications and exactly what they are when it comes to your family law matter. This is the thing. I completely understand that family law can be very complex and especially when it comes to court processes and what to do next. It's very confusing and there's lots of very weird words and some things just don't make sense. For example, you would think that the court would be called the family court, right? But it's not. It's called the Federal Circuit and Family Court of Australia or F-C-F-C-O-A, which is a mouthful. And of course, we don't just file our applications in the family court, we file them in the federal circuit court, um, which just makes it all the more complex. But for the purpose of today, let's talk about what an initiating application is and at what point someone might need to file an initiating application for their family law matter. So the purpose of an initiating application is to start a family law process in the court seeking either interim or final orders that on, on issues that are related to family law issues. So such as the care of children, where they're going to live, parenting, etc., any other sort of parenting issues. So it could be something like overseas travel or airport watch. Um, it could be relocation issues. And then, of course, we also deal with property division. So essentially, who gets what property? Um, there's also spousal maintenance as well that is dealt with um, in the court by Um, people filing an initiating application. So an initiating application is the application that the person who files in the first instance makes an initiating application. You can't get anything um, heard in the court without making this initiating application and adhering to the rules um, around the application. So, for example, with an initiating application for family law matters related to children or parenting, uh, you are also required to file a 60I certificate and a notice of risk for parenting matters. There are some exemptions around that, but generally speaking, you need to get a 60I certificate, which is to demonstrate that you have tried to resolve the matter prior to filing your initiating application in court by attending a mediation. And then with uh, financial matters, things like um, a financial statement needs to be filed with the application as well. And then for both um, 
types of applications, then you would also need to file an affidavit. And then there's rules around that as well. So it can be very complicated. And I would definitely suggest that if you are filing your own initiating application for any matter, then you should really be seeking um, some advice. And if you can't afford to get a lawyer or retain a lawyer to do the full blown process for you, then at a minimum, you should ask them to prepare your initiating application material, including your affidavit, so that you know that your matter has been set up well and has a really good foundation. Because once you file these applications and you're seeking certain orders, it can be kind of tricky and a lot more expensive and things like that and time consuming if we need to amend it or it's not right or you say something in the material that's really unhelpful. And of course, if you're not a family lawyer, you're not necessarily going to know that. So when you are filing your court material into the court, you can do that online these days, which just makes it a whole lot easier. And the majority of these applications are filed either online. You also can, of course, turn up in person to one of the registries in the main cities. Um, And you can, you should be filing it in the federal circuit court and not the family court. Sometimes certain matters will be heard in the family court, but it will get transferred there if um, need be. So if in doubt, file in the federal circuit court. So what type of matters can you file an initiating application for? So let's have a look at this. So just remember as well that everyone's circumstances are different. And on this podcast, it's very general um, knowledge that I'm sharing with you rather than specific advice. So um, again, you do need to go and seek out um, specific family law advice about your matter um, just to make sure before you make any file any application. So some examples are things like how children spend time, so custody of children as you may know it, um, relocation of children. So if, for example, you wanted to relocate overseas with children or you wanted to relocate to another city or state with children, spousal maintenance, um, anything to do with de facto family law, it could even be determining whether or not there's a de facto relationship, Um, division of assets and property after separation, Uh, airport watch orders, uh, superannuation split orders. If you're needing to, um, if you don't have any other property other than superannuation, you can make applications for that. Uh, International parenting issues such as the Hague Convention, same with the property, international property issues. Um, Setting aside binding financial agreements, so binding financial agreements that you have um, entered into before, but maybe uh, there's a reason that they could be set aside. A lot of these are very complex legal issues that really do need um, advice on. Uh, You can also file for enforcing court orders that haven't been adhered to. So say you've entered into some consent orders or you've entered 
under a binding financial agreement or the court has made orders on your behalf and those orders are not being adhered to, then you might need to make an application to the court. Uh, also injunctions um, related to parenting or property as well. So injunctions is um, preventing someone or stopping someone from doing something. Um, so in terms of what an initiating application contains. The application itself contains details about the relationship, so factual details about the relationship, and it's very much a form-based at that point. And then um, it contains orders. So the orders that the person who's making the application is seeking. So for example, you are seeking that the children live with you, or you are seeking that you want to receive Uh, 60% of the property pool, for example. Um, So you are asking the court um, for something to happen and that could be on an interim basis or it could be on a final basis. Usually in orders, we have interim orders that we're seeking. So for example, an interim order might look like that we have a um, valuation done on a property or that a property is listed for sale, say if someone in the relationship is refusing to sell property. Um, that would be an interim order. And then the final order would be that um, that you are seeking a percentage split of the property pool. However, it's not that straightforward. <laughs> the orders are far more complicated than that. Um, when we seek orders um, in these applications, you know, the orders can go on for pages. So um, I'm just simplifying it for the podcast. Um, so if you are feeling like you need to make an initiating application to the court, but you're not really sure how to go about it, or you're not really sure if you do need to make an initiating initiating application, um, we do offer a free family law consultation for up to 45 minutes. We can also do this via Zoom. Um, so if you are located elsewhere other than uh, the Gold Coast, Brisbane or Cleveland, we can most certainly help you out with that. Um, and and there is no obligation um, there for you. That is all that I have for you today. I hope that you have enjoyed the podcast and I will look forward to you tuning in to the next one. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.